where's it coming from? From the top of his head. And where's it coming from? Straight from the top of his head. Where's it coming from? From the top of his head. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the top of the head. Episode part four, death part two. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, this is the podcast where Mr. Michael Marionic and I pick a topic every episode, have a discussion about that topic, and then uh, go back to the lab and, and write a song. So the last we left you was death part one, uh, which we decided to kind of take a little bit of a hiatus and, and kind of recharge our batteries and take that all in and go away and write a song, which we have done that. And we are very excited to share that with you. Right, yeah, Mikey? Exactly. And it all took its natural course and we wanted to keep like a very tight time frame. We have a topic in the beginning of the month. We work on the song throughout it, but external, you know, certain, ex- uh, Circumstances happen and whatever, you get a lot off track, but I'm super duper stoked about the final result and we're going to jump into it because everybody right now is traveling, you know, to wherever they got to go for Thanksgiving 2019. And I actually think that this little wandering happened because of that DJ Shadow album being released and totally just kind of recharging my batteries, everything that inspired me and you i know adam like from production standpoint in the the 90s you know with introducing album like it just comes back full force and i actually want to talk about that a little bit because i think it's a real cool timestamp on doing the song for sure i i think um that's a good point i mean I feel like, you know, about a month and a half passed and we, we definitely worked hard on it and we went into our different little zones with it, but I think we fell into a little rut, but like anything, I mean, like you find new inspiration and you know, that DJ shadow record for both of us kind of put us in a time frame. I mean, I made a post on Instagram about it. I was like, man, the, this is what happens when the sensei returns to the dojo and shows you why we do this, how it's done. You know, I mean, it was very inspiring. It was like, he just dropped 26 tracks or something out of nowhere yeah, an hour and a half know? and he, he yeah. he's like the master curator bringing all these different artists like our idols are going up there like with nas and feral manch and um i just told my boys i was driving both them with another friend to the skate park and i just said i started playing that song like i am juggernaut and like it was just like shaking the car and stuff and everyone was giggling and stuff and i just said like there's a lot of really important content that these rappers are talking about that we i need to have you listen to this because it's so interesting to like take a point and reflect on and so i'm glad we took this podcast so early on even while we're trying to figure it out and did it and I what's really exciting on that last at the end even if you didn't hear number three and you wanted to do it before you hear the song if you were ever like in a local band with grandiose plans like we were when we were playing in confusion it's super cool for us on this last podcast to just start like showing the the thread of like ideas of how they're forming and especially while I was writing some lyrics to this last song it was really cool to go back on that and actually some of those those first, you know, they're not actually lyrics to a song. They're just like rough ideas. And it's like, wow, I just saw them as like a, a gem. Pick it up again and like, you know, rough it out, shine it up and then throw it right back in the song. So it that's proof for me that this is cool, you know, 
It's working yeah. because it helped me like write this stuff, which feels so like. Yeah, tedious. definitely. For sure. I think that, well, I mean, because of the, the subject matter was, was so deep for you, you know, obviously yeah. the, the overarching arc was death. And I talked about what it meant to me and you, but for obvious reasons, you know, we, we just passed a year marking of your mother's passing last week and like November, mm-hmm. I didn't even, there's two through lines on this podcast that I didn't even realize until we really started diving in in November is that November for me is super intense when it comes to death because it's the month that my grandmother on my dad's side passed away. It was just 17 years ago over the weekend, which was a super intense blow. It doesn't feel like that was 2002. It's insane. I mean, I remember doing this little laser engraving of this poem I wrote for her right after she passed with Mike, actually, when he was was going to school at MSOE. So that brought back all these memories. And then the other through line, obviously, is Mike's mom passing in one year. And then my wife, Roberta, her dad's passing, which is actually the same year as my grandma, um, just this coming up next week. So November is intense, but it's it's that it feels right. You know, it really feels right. So it's, it's great. It feels right to start making some beautiful other m- memories <laughs> of these time passes, then you can listen to this shit totally and think about how where you were at then and that and like even i listen to the podcast again just to help me think about clarity of mm-hmm. writing the lyrics so yeah it's working I'm yeah happy. my wife actually <laughs> roberta roberta said something to me really funny over the weekend funny but it hit hard too like i was looking through these photo albums of pictures of me and my grandma and stuff and i was just outside being by myself looking at them and McKenna, my daughter, and, and Roberta were inside. Like they were baking cookies. Like we, we, we. Okay. Christmas is no joke for us, so we just kind of skip over Thanksgiving. <laughs> Part of it is because because of um, which I'm sure uh, many people can. Yeah, yeah. To. But for us, like, and for her, because you know it's a tough time. Like she wants to just get to the happy, which for her is Christmas. So, but anyways, I was outside looking at all these photo albums and reminiscing, and she just like looked outside. She's like, hey. How about you come out, come inside and make some new memories? And I was like, oh, man, that's why I love her. <laughs> it just like took me yeah. out of it. Like, you're right. This is my honest thing is Theresia's birthday is today. And she's turning 40 years old. And I got, we were in Zurich for Spirit of Space for this little award ceremony about films. And I took Theresia with me because it was just an awesome chance to go see another city. And it was beautiful. And then I packed... <laughs> like microphone stands and stuff that to bring because i'm an idiot and she's just like why are you taking with me when you're taking all that heavy equipment with you like what are you doing are you a moron (laughs) and i thought like yeah i just brought it with like put you know put extra weight in the car because it doesn't make any sense but that is that's hilarious that's me (laughs) no happy birthday to theresia it's uh 40 obviously we i got to spend my 40 with you guys so um we definitely miss mm, you guys this is in the- person and mckenna was just talking about all the fun times we had when we were there in germany so we wish you we could um share a nice uh pint with you over there but <clears throat> yeah that, that you guys came in the summer so next time yeah, you'll have to come and check out like the Christmas markets yeah. and stuff because that's really romantic. We were just talking winter. about that. Yeah, for us, like for how big of a deal Christmas is to be able to do that in Germany would be amazing. And for you Californians, that <laughs> just kind of I know. imagining what yeah. the, the Christmas spirit. You have to like work really hard to 
yeah to do it because the weather is just so convenient yep. and beautiful yeah totally um so i'm like let's play the song what do you think yeah let's just play it and then we can talk a little bit about it afterwards and all right let's go yeah all right here it is i want to hear it Celebrate our suffering, although it seems doubtful. Life without love is death. Something to think about as you push out your last breath. Except to stop stressing, everybody keep guessing how she became unstuck in time. Chop down, hollow out the trunk, make a canoe, coast down the river to go fishing for the memories of you. Yeah, it's it it's so fresh, Adam. Like and um, even just like after the last tracking, how you could like remix some things and just nudge it here and there. It just feels surprising, like. I don't know where it's going and and we I made it so it's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think um you know, like I was saying to you offline the the through line for me, the other one besides, you know, the obvious intensity of November for both of us is that like we pushed ourselves on this song, you know, like for me playing guitar, you know, I've always noodled around with guitar and stuff, but actually tracking it, that's a first for me. So I pushed myself there and I feel like I sang more than I usually do. Like I've sang before, you know, like on, on different tracks, like even in confusion, I sang backgrounds, but I felt like, okay, I'm going to, you know, the follow your lungs part. Like I, I was like, okay, I'm going to, I needed to just let this stand on its own by myself. So I was really working on those lines and that's cool because like the way that you and I record, it's a back and forth, you know, we're very rarely in the same room and it, it feels like that, but it feels like that in a cool way, a call and response between the two of us, like my take and then your take and then my take and then your take. It just feels natural. I love it. 
Yeah. No, I, one thing, like, there's this, when we went to Zurich and I took Theresia for, like, surprise birthday weekend, I, you know, I always look on Songkick and see, like, what concerts are playing there. Mm-hmm. And I actually found that I, Vampire Weekend was playing in Lausanne, which is, like, an extra four hours driving there. And I'm like, oh, should I go there? I'm like, no, I should actually check out what's in the city that I'm going to, <laughs> which would be, like, a normal person to do. And then there's this this guy, Mika, which our son is, like, named after mm-hmm. you know and he's a super like he's the closest thing to freddie mercury it was just about love and people coming together and he basically had the whole audience like they sh- he shut down and it was completely black and he sang to this you know concert hall like just with his own voice and it like reached out to everybody mm. you know and like mm-hmm. and he's and it's like so basically i remember it made me think about that the the queen documentary mm-hmm. and like just about them having fun tracking. And so like, since you weren't here, I actually stepped up and just started tracking and like dubbing, doubling up vocals and like that thing in the end. And it's just, it's so much fun because you, you put something out there and you're, you're listening to it kind of half. And then when it comes together, it's just like, yes, that's cool. Yeah. I can walk away from it, it and I'm cool with it. Yeah, it finally locks, what, locks into place. Yeah, for sure. So I feel like that was never in, I never did that. I always just relied on you. Right. For now, it feels like I can hold my own and I would love eventually in the next couple of songs to like be producing the beat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I was saying is like, I feel so, like we both grew in this song and it made me super happy. Exactly what you were, t- <laughs> what you were saying. I remember we would always have this joke in confusion when we would be tracking and Glenn and Gary and I would always call you Streisand because you <laughs> notoriously, sure, no, I, notoriously I like, it. well, I'm going to do another take, but I really need this specific Oakland Euros water from with 99 cent water with a lemon. And then it's going to be perfect. It was always like, we would just call you Streisand all the time. So, <laughs> But yeah, that's it, only child. It, a lot of people can call it whatever they want. <laughs> but no, but it still rings through. My wife can attest to that. But it felt great, like to like you had ownership of it, and like you know, pushing yourself in that respect too, like in Ableton and just tracking and producing and stuff. And it took so much. Yep. Like it just made me feel really good. So yeah, you pushed yourself amazingly both both i mean <clears throat> the rhymes are amazing like it feels super intimate and i had that idea originally when we first started when we first ended that death the first one you know i was like mm-hmm. hey man wouldn't it sound Slugged cool it. like if we did this just acoustic guitar and it's just you and acoustic guitar just super intimate and like ironically like you were saying that was the hardest that was one of the hardest parts is just be probably because it was so exposed you know yeah, no, and be probably because like phones are ringing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was the reason was is just because I didn't, you know, allocate time to sit there and concentrate about it. And, you know, seriously, liter- listening to that DJ Shadow album, I mean, I love DJ Shadow. You know, I bought an MPC, even though I didn't really utilize it in confusion because this guy was my idol and I, I swear one of my favorite tracks of all time is his remix of the DJ Crush song where Black Thought and it's called Miso. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I feel like DJ Shadow, because he's such a great digger and a vinyl and like looking for all these beats, he really knows how to listen to an MC, listen to their kind of cadences and 
their mannerisms and he knows how to like orchestrate the beat on different kind of different notes, you know, like higher notes, lower notes, frequencies, and just kind of work with it and then change it up within the rhyme structure. And so I feel like with this latest album where he's got all these people doing stuff, you know, from De La Soul to Nas and, and, you know, people that we grew up with where it was just like straight up like boom bap, you know, this real like uppercut, you know, punch you in the gut kind of snare and bass kick. I feel like I just was able to tune out and listen to the the, the huge spectrum of all the way all these rappers were, were rapping. And then it, it, it helped me just free myself up to just like there was no beat there. So I I think I'm excited just to do other stuff in the future and I feel like it it made, gave me confidence to just make a flow that was kind of like a like a rock within the river. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean where the river's going around me, I'm feeling it and it's and that but I can just like kind of walk put like a solid foot next to the other one and walk across that river. Yeah. So I mean this is a lot of bullshit like <laughs> a lot of <laughs> philosophical bullshit for a two and a half minute song but like that's what this is about it's about you know i don't give a fuck mm-hmm. we're, we're we're in a local we're in a local band that's international and we have grandiose plans being able to do this stay up all night on a sunday night it's fucking awesome yeah you know and not having to wait for other people not coming to practice and then being <laughs> upset <laughs> No, yeah. Not, no names, no names. No names, no names. Um, yeah, absolutely. No, I'm super proud of what you did. I mean, the the singing at the end, too, was super on point And, like, yeah. Or I want to just, like, quickly just say, like, you know, um, some of these these lyrics and stuff were actually, like, a note, the, like, the last thing that I, that my mom kind of, like, wrote to me, which is really eerie. Mm-hmm. You know, like, she, it's it was kind of, like, and... Which parts? Just like, well, like the life without love is death. Uh huh. And, and then just, I, I mean, I wrote, I, I read like that note that she wrote at the funeral, but there was like other things where all her passwords and stuff were in. And so just looking at that and, and just like, yeah, if you go back to that first podcast, you know, you, you see these notes of like things I was reading, like whatever you got handed at the, um, the funeral. The, the funeral home or something or how to deal with grief or books I was reading about like there's this one book of just how the medical industry you know does not allow people to be prepared for death and stuff and, like things like that death is an instant and um or how she got unstuck of time and so it's just it was, it was nice that like I'm still figuring out I, I like the whole year since my mom passed, I was been like waiting for an avalanche to come, but it never, it never came. It just comes at these instants. And I, that's what that whole part in the end is like, go get lost in the forest. And this, this has a reference too because my mom told me when her mom passed away and then her brother passed away, she told me once, she's like, you know, every time that someone super close to you leaves, it, it hollows you out. You know, so this whole idea of like, go get lost in the forest, like give yourself some time. And I'm a person who never gives myself time. So I'm trying to like go for a walk around there or like calm down, sit in the sauna for an hour and a half, like and and just think about thoughts, 
go get lost in that forest, find a tree to cut down, and then hollow it out, and then be a canoe, and then bring back those memories to you. So it's like you fill up what hollowed you out. Yeah. No, I love those words. And like even the stuff I said at the beginning, like following your lungs, like it's it's really directly to what I'm trying to, or I usually say to you, like if I even said it this morning, you were getting stressed out about something. <laughs> and I was like, zoom out, Mike, just zoom out. That's always my role. So the wor- e- the words in this song are directly things that you and I converse about on a constant basis and trying to get better at, or like yeah. it means a lot. And I think, or if I come to visit you and you go in the water and then I, I get freaked out cause I, it's too deep and dark. And I think I'm like flapping around. You're like, dude, that's going to attract sharks. Cause you look like a fat seal, you know, going wah, wah, splashing water all around. So stop yes. it and calm down yes. and get your shit together yes. in a less, in a less deep sense. Yes. I do that as well. <laughs> so we, we definitely play our, our roles well with each other, but no, I think, I'm super proud of it. Um, you know, let's let's let you get on to uh, Theresia's birthday. I think. Is there anything else you yeah. wanted to say about the song? Yeah, as soon as you're done with this podcast, you know, if you're driving and you download your podcast and you're going somewhere for Thanksgiving, do yourself a favor and download that DJ Shadow, Our Pathetic Times album. It's an hour and a half long of music, 26 songs, and it's just, it's incredible. And then you can see where a lot of inspiration for this song, see if you can map it up, and then let's talk about it, because I like talking about music. This podcast brought to you by DJ Shadow. (laughs) (laughs) And guess, no, and hey, and I already looked, and I'm seeing DJ Shadow on a Monday night, February 24th, in Berlin, at Metropole. And the tickets are only 30 euros. Yeah. So book your flights right now and let's go crazy. Hey, remember when I went to see DJ Shadow with Mitch too? Yeah. Yeah, I do remember. And then he signed signed the sure bag. That was for Primitive Press. Private Press. Wasn't it? Primitive? Yeah, yeah. yeah, No, no. Private Private Press. Private Press, yeah. I always just make up. That's probably where it all comes like for freestyling. Whether I'm meeting someone for a business scene, I just mix their name and I can't remember it right. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the the like that's how it helps me. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> you just make things up. You make it reality. You're just. It... Or let's wait. Wait. Tell everybody about what we promised each other. What we promised that, each other. Like on the twelfth day of Christmas. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> that if in one year that we're gonna have a, like an album. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we already. I did. Didn't I mention that in the last one? No, well, I cut it out. Short. I cut it out in the last one. I remember. <gasps> <laughs> what do you edit the podcast? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> just I'm gonna edit the shit out of this one so that you don't mention DJ Shadow every five seconds. <laughs> yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, no, but I want to. I guess you're right. The the hard thing for me is I sound like such a salesman. <laughs> like, for everything, like, this is literally how I would talk to you. It sounds like I'm on a podcast, but I w- if I came to your house, I'd be like, Adam, you have to listen to this <laughs> album. You're like, wait a second, we're sitting here and we're listening to this album. Why are you trying to sell it to me? <laughs> yeah. Like, no, Adam, you don't understand. Like, you have to listen to this album because it's so important for your future <laughs> development. Uh, that's true. 
That's very true. Okay, fine. <clears throat> then no, let's. Yeah. All right. Let me. Um, we'll tie this together. We hope you can hear kind of the development of the podcast where we were playing with different ideas. We, you know, like I said in the last one, we gave ourselves the um, the freedom to kind of open it up if we wanted to and change the format a little bit. So you might see over the next couple episodes that we we switch it up. We're still going to stick to the basic premises of having a topic, discussing it, and then writing a song. But I think Mikey and I are really finding out that the at the core of this is the music. So the goal is to is to write a song and then write an album. So we want to get deeply immersed in in that part of it as well and let the conversation go wherever it's going to go and not be so rigid around it. So and that's why we wanted to kind of talk about the song making process a little bit more in this one, which I think we did. So we hope you enjoy it. We 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 definitely want to hear your feedback on it. So if you guys want to reach out to us, um, definitely do that. And um yeah, I mean, I just want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving with your families. And, you know, maybe you're driving driving there in the car listening to this. And um, yeah, think of the Pete Holmes thing. Like, if you're driving in a car to Thanksgiving and you're not happy, the turkey's not going to save you, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Thanksgiving-like interpretation of it. But no, there's so much to be grateful for, Adam. I'm, this is amazing. And it's like this podcast it's bigger than doing a podcast. It's just a process to, to help me create beautiful stuff with you. So I love it. And I'm grateful for that. And there's no Turkey here in Germany. You can just eat a big Wurst and <laughs> you know, yep, that's it. I'm out. You're out. Peace. Love you guys. Thank you. Happiness. Circumstantial happiness is fucking bullshit. Give up, give up. Can I ask if you're you? not happy on the plane to your vacation, the beach isn't going to save you, dumbass. It's not going to save you. The way you are on the plane is how you're going to be on the beach. And the way I am right now is how I'll be when I'm dying. When I'm dying, I don't want to be like, I sure was on TV a lot. <laughs> you think that's going to give you any comfort when your air starts getting thin? I don't mean to be too morbid. Do you really think that's it? Or do you think you're going to wake up to who you really are and realize that none of this is going anywhere? If you want to get real Buddhist with it, nothing's happening and there's nowhere to go. That's fuck. That's peace. So it's, it's learning how to detach from the story. That's where I found. So I don't want you to agree with me. I want you to be free. I want people to be free from this bullshit. <laughs>